1: What's up, what's up, my little tiddly winks? It is Jackie here. I got a quick favor to ask of all of you guys today. Thank you so much for listening over the years, but we do need a little bit of your help. If you could just fill out the survey that's in the description of the show today, or it's also on my Instagram, at JackThatWorm, that would be awesome. It's only going to take a few seconds. I swear, all of the information is confidential, and we don't take emails or names. That would help us so much. Thank you guys for everything. Love you, love you, love you. Hit it with page seven! Oh, it wasn't as saucy as I wanted, but I loved it. Anyway, it's time for Riverdale Roundup. Not
2: saucy, but that was the most easily the most soap opera episode they've ever done.
1: I feel like they are doing such a good job of where, like, last week it was more about the teenage drama that they brought back. But then they upped it in this. I feel like it's like they're almost going for, like, a different genre every episode at this point.
2: They are definitely doing that. This, uh, this show is uh, what you might call unfocused.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> part of, that's part of why I love it, because they do try to hit as many genres. It's like goes from, like, teen drama to, like, true crime to political thriller although the political thriller is a small town mayor's race
1: it is interesting that whole all of a sudden that he's just like that Archie's dad's like yeah you know um I I I I, I can be mayor just because someone asked him to be mayor
2: (laughs) well no he did say there was actually his lines like Archie being mayor is something I've dreamed about since I was a kid
1: what are you talking about dude (laughs) what have you done with your life and then when he opens up the whole like what Riverdale 2020 could have been with the spaceships and a space needle and I was like what what did you think so you just drew this picture on a computer and you're like yeah that's it I'm gonna be mayor and I'm gonna turn it into this this small town
2: (laughs) of course okay so the the episode is you know sorry it's a it's a a mid Jughead episode you yeah. say like not a heavy not a jug heavy episode but not jug light it's like mid jug uh yeah. where he starts investigating the plants and Archie's feeding him a little bit of information feeds him the pops information that the lodges have bought pops but then Art Jughead goes and talks to poor old pops and finds at least Jughead doesn't throw pops and not uh, under the bus
1: I'm very happy about that but what I love about of all of the things is that Pops was like the breaking point. Like, how <laughs> dare you buy the chocolate shop, C-H-O-K-L-I-T. Um, that's, the, that's the one that no one can handle.
2: That's the one that no one can ha- Like, why, why is that going to be the one that's like, okay, so we bought the chocolate. All right, fine. The chocolate shop is still going. Nothing has changed. Nothing's different.
1: Yeah, they shut down a whole high school, but the, the chocolate shop. Yeah, that's really, really upsetting. I mean, they did kind of weirdly explain it that it's like, but that's what everybody knows and loves about Riverdale. I mean, I do get it. But that conversation between Jughead and Pop, and he's just like, my mother, you can't do it while my mom's alive. It's just like, man, if that's what stops Jughead, why hasn't all of the other things stopped Jughead from trying to take down Hiram Lodge? You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> but they love Pops. And by the way, I do enjoy that Pops is like an all day, everyday bow tie guy. Like, he's he great. doesn't just wear the bow tie to Pops every day to go to work. It's like, even when he's out and about, he still wears a bow tie.
1: He's such a little sweetie. But at the same time, kind of shitty that he snitched. Yeah, just a little bit. If you are going to allow high crime, mob, like mob boss. Parties to happen in your chocolate shop, and then you immediately go snitch. I guess he is technically kind of owned by Hiram. He's
2: beholden to Hiram.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, it's a teenager. He's (laughs) fifteen years old. (laughs) Yeah,
2: but this teenager—he's stirring up a lot. He's stirring up a lot of business.
1: He is, especially when um when Smithers gives him a call. And tells him to oh. meet him at the bus terminal to give him some information. <laughs> and then he turns around and It's just like in his Smithers outfit. It's just like, it's just Smithers. It's like, well, is he's, a,
2: he's a bus driver now.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. He had to switch yeah. up his job, yeah.
2: But he did not switch up his uniform. Apparently, that's how Hiram Lodge likes his uh, assistants to be dressed. It's like show up every day, look as much like a bus driver as you possibly can, <laughs> and that'll be your look.
1: I'm just surprised, actually, that they didn't. For being such a high crime mob guy, uh, why didn't he just kill Smithers when he let him go? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that is true. But I don't know. I mean, I guess he does have somewhat of a code.
1: I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, he offed Papa Poutine pretty easily, though. So <laughs>
2: yeah, but that's Papa Poutine. Yeah, yeah, and don't and don't forget about his uh, prison connect uh, war baby.
1: Oh, yeah, you mean at Shawshank?
2: <laughs> no, Shankshaw.
1: Shankshaw, that's right. can't. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why. I forgot. <laughs> you know, just yeah. change it just a little bit. They couldn't get any more creative. Couldn't come up <laughs> with another prison name. But, you know, just uh, just um, flip it. That's great.
2: Yeah, for just flip it over. Yes, yeah, so the the Shankshaw prison uh, with the Con- Prison Connect War Baby.
1: Who is War Baby? <laughs> what is gonna happen with War Baby? He's got face tattoos, so like, what? We, so I mean, I guess he is part of the Southside Serpents. Uh, I, I mean, allegedly, but he doesn't seem like he came from Riverdale.
2: He does not seem like he came from Riverdale at all. And how? And but what does War Baby have to do with anything? with real estate dealings. <laughs> <laughs> know, like, what does War Baby have to do, have to do with that? And so the but the warden was watching out for War Baby.
1: I guess so. Um, I don't you know what that's where things got a little hazy for me. It's
2: got a little fuzzy on the whole War Baby Hiram Lodge connection.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't really. Uh, I I'm excited to learn more about War Baby because I feel like he's gonna get like released or or something's gonna happen to War Baby. But I gotta throw it out there. Great name. Well, oh, yeah, I love War Baby. Good name, man. But I think he's gonna come back and he's gonna do some damage at some point.
2: He's oh, he's absolutely gonna do some damage. But uh, speaking of prisons, we finally learn the lodge. The lodge master plan that this has all been about from the very beginning, and I'll say it like Hiram Lodge says it, a for-profit prison.
1: I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. What criminals is he trying to put in there? So is he just going to bulldoze the town and build a prison? But apparently, Shankshaw is right down the road. (laughs) (laughs) So how about how you need another prison? (laughs) So
2: apparently his his whole thing is to to bulldoze. I guess the whole South Side because you're not going to do the prison in like three separate locations. I think they said that he was just going to do South Side High. That he was going to bulldoze South Side High, and that's where the for-profit prison would be. And I guess they would build housing for
1: the, the prison
2: for the workers on the lands of the trailer park and the drive-in. That was his master plan this whole time.
1: There's got to be another part of this, right? (laughs) I don't think there is. I was so excited about the reveal. I'm like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And then he said, I was like, what? (laughs) That's it? That's what's happening here? I just kind of went, huh. Well. Okay. Okay. And that's the other
2: thing about Archie is like, you know what? I didn't believe in all this. I didn't think this was a good idea. But then everything that's happened with my father getting shot and the Black Hood and everything else. And I'm on your side. It's like, Archie, it's not like it's going to be the county jail for Riverdale. They're not going to be putting Riverdale criminal. It's not like it's just going to be a fucking prison for the Black Hood.
1: I don't under I just and then the fact that he went back on his side but you mean, meanwhile Archie's trying to blackmail Hiram Lodge with his journal <laughs> With his
2: loose His loose leaf journal And because you know The way J- Jughead described it Is that like He's like a vampire Going across town And sucking out The life Out of the entire south side And that like You know that was like Okay that sounds cool And all that But then when Archie Tries saying it He, he just goes it. You're like Dracula
1: So <laughs> yeah, it was like It was It was like The game telephone Where it's like What are you fucking Talking about dude What are you talking about <laughs> When it <laughs> when they said it twice, there was no need to say it twice. No,
2: no, no. No, no. no there absolutely was not. You're, you're like Dracula. Uh, I, d- I think it went straight over Hiram Lodge's head because it went straight over Archie's head.
1: Yeah, 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 which, I mean, it makes sense. And then especially, I mean, just jump into the end when they get rid of the journal when he's like, it's the old tradition show that you, you're a part of this, and then they cut their hands, put it on the journal, <laughs> and then burn it. That's what the old tradition is?
2: Yes, in our family, we have been bleeding on the loose-leaf journals of teenagers and burning them for generations.
1: <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's... I, I thought they were at least like blood brothers. You got you guys shake hands. You do yeah, that kind of thing. Like that. Um, I didn't get that. This was actually it was a fairly confusing episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a that's what I'm saying. Is that it was like a soap opera because it was full of so many soap opera twists. And speaking of which, let's get. Into what happened with the Blossom family. Uh,
1: Okay. All right. Just throwing it out there. So a while ago, I said that I thought that um, Daddy Cooper had a twin brother that was the Black Hood. However, I was wrong. It was just... The father Blossom that had an evil twin brother. Because I knew, I'm throwing it out there, I called it a long time ago that there was going to be some sort of evil twin that came into this show. Had to be. Had to be. You
2: were totally right on with that. And they just do all the soap opera shows because, like, at first it starts off with a good old-fashioned will reading. And you know... Every time there's a will reading, you're like, all right, here we go. What's going to happen with the will reading? And then there's a mysterious call to everyone of like, oh, did you hear about the will reading? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I guess we're going to be, what are we going to be doing? What are we getting from the will reading? I guess we're going to have to go to now. Will (laughs) reading. (laughs) <laughs> so they show up to the will reading, and you know it's not that surprising, you know, that what's going on with the will reading and all that. Yes. Uh, and then at the will reading, it's like the classic, the whole classic, like,
1: and I'm here as well, <laughs> and he goes. <gasps> It couldn't be. It could not
2: be. This could not be what happened.
1: His evil twin brother, Merchant Marine,
2: comes in. (laughs) The sailor. The sailor twin brother, which they pretty much, like, stole from, like, Fester Adams, from the first Adams family, is that he's been the (laughs) long-lost brother that has been a sailor for so many
1: years. (laughs) That's what Nana was like, you're not going to go back on the ship. Oh, oh you oh, Jesus Christ. He's like a he's like a sixty-year-old man. He can't go back on the fucking ship. But apparently he's been a sailor this entire time. No he's one a knows lifelong about sailor. Oh my god, the blossom curse where one twin has to die and like a violent death. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a. that's just I don't know if that's a curse since I think they're just
2: living their lives
1: wrong. I think there's just a problem, but then, but then you got to think: does that mean Penny's twins? Is that what is that what's going to happen with her?
2: Oh, I guess one of the twins does have to die a violent death mm-hmm. at one point or another. I mean, we're so, not, We
1: won't get to Chick just yet because we have a lot more to talk about with this will reading. We definitely. <laughs> um. Can Can I just go ahead and just say? Shut your face, you half-melted 10-cent trollop! Yeah! <laughs> I had to yeah! stop it! I was just like, Alex, you better <laughs> bitch! God, I love that so much! Half-melted 10-cent trollop.
2: <laughs> oh, that was Beautiful!
1: so good
2: it's so good but i was confused at the end because i thought that this guy, uh claudius blossom uh <laughs> clifford bl- blossoms like claudius and clifford so he's not clifford returned from the dead right
1: Right, it's just Claudius.
2: It's just Claudius. Because I kind of thought at the end that they were about to do like a whole, like, you know, like evil twin, but really it's the actual guy switcheroo, like a double switcheroo.
1: No, didn't you see, Marcus? He had more gray hairs than Clifford. Uh,
2: That's right. And they're getting their house, quote, in order.
1: Mm -hmm. They're going to kill grandma, then they're going to kill the daughter, so. (laughs) Yeah,
2: what's Shao going to do now? Because Archie and Jughead, all them, like they're, oh, this is how Tony comes into it.
1: Oh, you think that she's going to stop them? What if she kills both of them? (gasps) Oh,
2: she's going to kill one of them.
1: Yeah, oh, I bet she'll kill Claudius because you know that bitch has got some sort of knife or some kind of, like, thigh gun on her. <laughs> God, she's so fucking hot, man. She's amazingly hot.
2: But she's going to ride to Cheryl's rescue on this one. Mark my words.
1: I like it. I think you're completely right. I I agree with you a thousand percent. Also, the way that Penelope Blossom was holding Claudius' hand at the end means that she fucks evil brother. Oh,
2: Obviously, she's already fucked evil brother. Yeah, she had fucked evil brother in the bathroom after oh, the yeah. wheel rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that abso- That that's gonna happen. They're they're gonna get together, and she's gonna she's gonna stroke his face and say, "You look so much like him."
1: Oh, that's definitely going to be said. That is <laughs> definitely going to be said at some it's, point. It's like Clifford's back. It's Ugh. like he's here. Although they kind of hated each other, though, right? It seemed like. It kind of seems, I mean, they had one of those rich
2: people marriages.
1: Yeah, 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 Where they
2: just kind of, they both hate each other and everything's bad.
1: I'm just so, I'm so excited to see where where the Blossom family goes. Because also, I find it very um, woke of them that they know that Cheryl's a lesbian at this point, kind Mm -hmm. of, and they just are into it. They're fine with it.
2: Yeah, I think they kind. Of, well, I think they got bigger fish to fry here, namely killing their lesbian daughter. Not they for got, being a lesbian, no. but for the money.
1: Yeah, I mean that I understand. Of course, <laughs> kill her for the money. She's going to get all the money.
2: Yeah, she's going to get all the money, and nobody wants that except Cheryl. I just. So, is it time to talk
1: about chick? I think it's time. T- <laughs> I think we need to talk about chick. <laughs> I mean, he is very, this actor is very, very good at playing a weirdo creep. He's got the perfect yeah. face for it. Oh, yeah, he's got that weird bird head. He does have a bird head. It's difficult yeah. to stare at. <laughs> he's going to kill one of those babies.
2: I don't know if he is going to kill one of those babies, because did you see the next time on? No. No. Okay, the next time on definitely shows you a little bit more about what's going on with Chick. Because here's what happened with Chick this episode. Is that uh, everyone... who was uh, had blossom blood was brought to the will reading, but in order to prove you had blossom blood, you had to take a DNA test. But Chick was very much against taking the DNA test, which caused Betty to become suspicious. So Betty went into Chick's bathroom and dug through his poo-poo can. That was and- very
1: weird. <laughs> and
2: found some used floss with some of chick's
1: blood on it which also he's flossing too hard or he's not flossing often enough because that Mm. shouldn't be like that every day no
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's very true and Mm. so she took that little string and got the dna tested on the dental floss and found that chick Is not
1: who he says he is. Dun dun dun! This (coughs) was—you're right—it's such a soap opera episode. I'm surprised they didn't have bum bum (laughs) bum happen like every five minutes because that's what I said it aloud to myself. Oh yeah, this this episode was nothing but bum bum bum. Yeah, and and
2: so Betty confronts him at the end. You're not who you say you are. But But who is he? Who is he? Is he just some dude? Because he's not a part of... He's not a blossom. Yeah. But on the other hand, listen to this. All that means is that Hal is not the father. Right. Because Hal is the blossom. Right. See,
0: we called this a while
2: ago, though. We did call this a while ago. But... (laughs) Oh, I just came up with this just now. Hit me. Oh, this... Boy is not Hal's son. He's FP son. Yeah,
1: I bet he's, he's got to be FP son, he's- right? Gotta be FP son. Of
2: course he's FP son because it's it's obvious that FP and Alice had a thing back in the day, back in high school, back during the time that Alice got pregnant. And mm. if he is not a blossom, then that means he's still probably Alice's son. More than mm. likely. At least as far as the records show, he is Alice's son. But that means that he's probably also Jughead's
1: half-brother. Dun
0: dun dun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> man also this is this is just like a, a thing from instagram that i saw that i what's her name the the woman that plays alice cooper that's fucking amazing uh, i don't know how to Mad- say it like Mad-
2: I'm, I'm Mad- yes.
1: she posted a picture of like of uh fp like like yelling at her up against the wall and skeet Ulrich, he underneath it commented wasn't the first time i'll have your back up against the wall won't be the last but with like sexy emojis after it and i was just like (gasps) i was like I, i mean he's not allowed to reveal anything but at the same time oh my please christ i have to watch them fuck you imagine how great their fuck scene's gonna be
2: I think they're gonna do a cutaway fuck scene I don't think they're gonna actually show them fucking I I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be I think it's gonna I think it's gonna cut away even sooner than like the uh Jughead Betty fuck scenes yeah like where it cuts away as soon as like the bra strap comes out
1: yeah, see that's my problem with watching Outlander and Riverdale at the same times because Outlander gives you all the things that you crave oh. uh, when it comes to the sex things and that's what makes me sad because I just wish they would just you know just like have w- just a couple of episodes that were rated PG-13 for the older crowd. <laughs> is that too much to ask? <laughs> oh yeah, kids have pornography on their phones now. What's right. the big deal? Let's see it. I also I think it's great when uh, when Chick said Needles trigger me. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god!" It was like Jesus. <laughs> it was like too dark. That was almost too dark for Riverdale. Well, on the
2: next time on, do you want to know what what the next time on foreshadowed? Hit me. It looks like Betty is turning into the scary one in the Cooper household. The chick's like, calm down, Betty. And he's like, Betty, you're scaring me. And she's going a little... She's going a little far with it, so we might have a Dark Betty episode coming up.
1: I think that that makes sense because what we haven't talked about yet is how she hoodwinked Kevin into sex chatting with her brother at school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. (laughs) That whole thing was so weird. It's like, also, don't do it at school. Don't do it at school. Do it after school. Yeah, and don't be right behind him trying to get him to do things. Of course he's going to be looking away. Yeah. So that he's going to find really that really weird. And he works at the Bijou, which means he's probably seen Kevin in town before. Yeah, cuz Kevin obviously goes to movies at the Bijou.
2: He was at a movie at the Bijou last week. Last week?
1: week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a small town yeah i don't know i feel like something's gonna something's gonna happen i hope nothing happens to kevin because of it though because i love him
2: nothing's gonna happen to kevin i i think i think kevin is uh i think kevin's an untouchable yeah yeah i don't think anything's gonna happen to him he's too popular he's like said he's the only sweet character in the show. Like, he everybody is. else has, like, kind of a shitty thing about him, but, like, Kevin's the one character where you're just like, hmm, Kevin.
1: Yeah. Oh, I wonder how dark Betty's going to get.
2: Mm. Well, I, co- oh, you mentioned Kevin and the Bijou. I think that's how all this is going to fall apart, because I think Kevin is going to see Chick at the Bijou. Or I right? I think Chick is going to see Kevin at the Bijou.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. the thing.
2: Mm-hmm, and so it's gonna get back to Betty. So I think we're gonna have a chick-focused episode this next time.
1: Which is, it is hard because it is difficult. It really is difficult to stare at him.
2: Yeah, it is. I he's really cre- don't like he, his face. He plays creepy too well.
1: Yeah, he's very, very good at it. Oh, when he came in with the babies, though, I was very scared because those babies are fucking cute as shit. Adorable babies. When they were in the little carriage together, they were all muched up. It's like, oh, my God, they're babies. And I never get like that. You know I never get like that.
2: I know you don't. But, yeah, Polly's moving to San Francisco, huh?
1: I guess. (laughs) That was weird, too. And then he cut her out of the picture. Uh Uh-oh, Betty's next to get cut out of that picture. But, like, does he want to, like, have sex with his mom? I'm not really
2: sure what the relationship to the mother is because they seem to only eat breakfast together.
1: Yes, they eat breakfast a lot together.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, they don't really seem to do much else activity-wise besides that.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I'm very interested, though.
2: Yeah, I'm very interested, too. But I think you do bring something up. I think he is on his way to cutting Betty out of the picture as well, and then it's just him and Mama. But then, what is she get, What is he going to do with F.B.? Because F.B.'s going to come into the picture.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, and they're going to have a sex scene. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> oh, So, yeah, because I guess from the blood, she must know who his father is then, right? Is that I don't what know. happens? See, I
2: don't know. I don't think so. Because that's the thing is I think she only tested the DNA against the father mm. to see if he was a blossom.
1: Okay. Because he didn't even want any of the money, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you can't even say that he should have. They were they were very bad at being coy this episode between Chick and Veronica. Veronica trying to like dupe everybody. It, she was not good at it.
2: I'm off Veronica. I don't like Veronica right now.
1: She's she's in a but I, but the same thing happened with Jug where like there were times when I you know we had like four episodes that I wasn't in love with him and that was rough for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going through it right now with Veronica. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I'm I'm off Veronica right now. I know, it's she's hard. too she's too like uh, goopy. Like she's just not she's just fucking up at everything and no one. She's just not doing anything that you like.
1: Yeah, it's really upsetting. Also, her um her mockups for the Fred Andrews uh, mayoral campaign really sucked.
2: <laughs> bad graphic design.
1: It was bad. But also I mean, now Hermione Lodge running for mayor. I mean, that's the
2: big deal. That was that was the big ending. Uh, so I don't know what's going to
1: happen from there. I guess they're going to get a private prison? I guess so, but also at the same time, she's going to make a one sexy, like an even sexier mayor than the last mayor, and that's saying something.
2: I don't know. I, th- I think the last mayor was sexier.
1: Yeah, they are both really, really sexy, and oh, especially those makeout scenes with Sheriff Keller. Yeah. I find it interesting that they can just choose who runs for mayor like that. And um, <laughs> the fact that they should have just asked Hermione Lodge in the first place. She's the conniving one. Yeah, she's the
2: obvious choice. I don't know why they had to get Fred Andrews. Well, because the town loves Fred Andrews more. The town's more likely to go along with it if Fred Andrews is behind the plan. Like Hermione's a harder sell because yeah. she's still Hiram Lodge's, uh, still Hiram right. Lodge's wife. And they know that she's going to get something out of it.
1: That is true. But I wonder who's going to run against her. Mm, someone 15-year-old th- I mean, <laughs> for mayor. He already is doing all the crime boss's business. May as well make him the mayor. Or is it going to be Fred Andrews?
2: It could be Fred Andrews. It could, because remember he got the pins at the end of it. He
1: liked the pins. And
2: he did love the pins, so it could be it could very well be Fred Andrews. Could be Sheriff Keller.
1: Ooh, that would be fun, too. Or it could be Claudius Blossom. Ooh. Ooh. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of different ways. They just, I think, they're just so good at setting up a bunch of shit and then knocking down, like, half of the shit and then leaving Mm -hmm. the rest of it up, and then they're just pins that live up forever.
2: Ooh, maybe uh, Fred Andrews is going to run, and that's when the opiate addiction comes out
1: oh my Ooh, you're right because they, they haven't addressed it
2: uh-huh uh-huh i think they popped it out there like just in case like maybe we want to do that storyline maybe we don't uh but they might use it they might it might be an issue Ooh, i like that oh mm-hmm. they're gonna
1: rip oh it's gonna rip riverdale apart <laughs> <laughs>
2: <It's>, <laughs> i mean what's it gonna do to archie and veronica I mean, but I don't know. Archie seems to be, like, he seemed to jump onto the lodge train pretty fucking quick.
1: They may, at this point, they may as well just get married, right?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also wonder, it's like, how many of the lodge's schemes involve convincing this many children to go along with their plan?
1: They must have children all over the place doing their bidding. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I just wish they, they had more sexy children to farm out so they could get more spies.
2: Nope. They only got the one.
1: Just the one <laughs> Oh man Jughead right. was re- looking really good in this episode though by the way Was he? Yeah he's just the problem is he's just so serious all the time I miss fun Juggy you know Well there was some
2: fun Juggy in episode before
1: last I know the last episode Ugh. Oh when yeah. they kissed in that hot tub Mm-mm. I can't wait for Cheryl and Tony to kiss
2: It's gonna happen don't worry it,
1: Oh it's gonna happen it's probably gonna <laughs> happen tonight It might happen tonight.
2: I don't know. Well, this one, the chapter 29, the episode that's coming out tonight, it's called Primary Colors. So this might be a super political episode.
1: Interesting because I find it. So it's been this has all been one school year. But Mm -hmm. then the mayoral campaign is just going to go like if someone's just going to become the mayor. I guess. Well, I guess they're having a special election. Oh, because who's mayor? Because if the
2: other mayor resigned, like who is acting mayor? Because you don't just not have a mayor.
1: That's true. I feel like it's probably like Principal Weatherby, which of all the things that they allowed to be published in the blue and gold, the fact that he's like, you can't just go ahead and make fun of a student's father in the paper. It's like, what have they been doing all year? I know. There's been so many instances of this. Like, Junkhead has
2: crossed this line many times. And many I love that, like, the Betty's reaction when she reads Jughead's story, she goes, Principal Weatherby needs to publish this right the hell now.
1: It's like, whoa, you are getting <laughs> I, a, too big for your britches, young lady.
2: And I'm starting to really enjoy, like, Betty's, like, little weird verbal tics. Like, mm. how she will, like, pull out a word. Like, every time she says drug, she says da Oh,
1: yeah, baby. Oh, she he's is a, so good at overacting.
2: He's a da dealer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love them. I love it so much. I can't wait I to watch it, it tonight.
2: I know it's T minus, for me. It's T minus two hours.
1: Oh, you bastard! <laughs> Time zones.
2: <laughs> yep. So we're getting near. We're getting near the. We're getting close to the end here. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's. Well, let's see here. There are three after this one. To after tonight's, there's two more episodes. No. Uh, and then the. Uh, and then there is a break. Uh, because the chapter 31, A Night to Remember, that's going to be the Carrie the musical episode. The musical
1: episode, which yeah. Which I'm, I'm a little, I don't
2: know, I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm not big on spectacle over plot.
1: Me neither, but I do know that Jughead does not sing in it. Mm. He made nice that very see. clear. He said you refused to.
2: Good. Good for him. Good for Which, him for not participating in the gimmick for, for sullying this respectable show.
1: <laughs> I make speed more attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep, so it looks like we've got seven episodes left in okay. this season. Yeah. So we still got we still got plenty we got a lot. Like the, the next few episodes are primary colors, the noose titans, a night to remember, and prisoners. Which kind of makes me think that the whole private prison thing is going to happen. Go. if going yeah. if, if they name an episode Prisoners very, very blatantly like that, then yeah. you kind of figure out that's where it's going to go.
1: Oh, man, I bet War is going to be a big part of this new prison.
2: You know, I think War Baby's going to be a real big part of it because there hasn't really been a big tough guy since Tallboy got out of here.
1: You're right, and he's yeah, already since, gone. Huh. Ever
2: since FP took Tallboy to the edge of town and dropped him off. <laughs> <laughs> and Tallboy just never came back. Just left all his stuff and just moved on. Maybe moved on to Greendale.
1: Who knows, though. Maybe he'll come back.
2: Maybe. Maybe Tallboy's going to be in prison, and then Tallboy's going to show up with War Baby, and then it's going to be War Baby and Tallboy against the Southside Serpents. Oh, my
1: God. I would love that.
2: Well, we're going to have to see. This has been a pretty speculation-heavy episode
1: here. We're going to knock down those pins, baby.
2: We're going to do it.
1: Love you guys. We'll be back next week. Hell yeah. Riverdale. I'm a
0: Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim. Sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks...